0: So what does it mean to be quote-unquote selfish? What does it mean to be quote-unquote selfless? Uh, how do we usually view it? And might there be a more sophisticated way to view the matter? So uh, conventionally speaking, we would say that we view, we think in connection with the term selfishness, doing things for our self-interest. For example, we go to the car dealership uh, and, and the car dealer may say whatever he or she may say, you know, uh, I've never done this deal for anybody. This is very special, one-time, unique, the end of the month, like this and that. But ultimately, unless uh, we're a little naive, we understand that the car salesperson is what we'd call selfish, meaning here she's working towards their self-interest, we think. Right? I have my self-interest, uh, which means getting the best possible de- deal uh, on the car, and the salesperson has his or her self-interest, which means Selling the car for as much as possible. Why? Well, because the person wants to win. That's the game they're playing. The person wants to, and more specifically speaking, potentially earn more money. And though maybe it's not a guarantee, depending on how the the, the salary is structured at, at a given dealership. But either way, the person wants to win. That's their self-interest. Uh, and my self-interest is to win on my game. So, so that's my self-interest, right? Or, for example, uh, I'm playing a game with of tug-of-war. I'm on my side. You're on your side. My self-interest is to pull as hard as I can to win, to drag you to my side. Your self-interest is to drag me to your side. I'm arm wrestling you. My self-interest is to put your hand down. Your self-interest is to put my hand down. So this we understand. And here we see that we tend to use the word selfishness as it would happen to designate situations where a person is not looking out for our selfishness. For our self-interest, meaning what makes the salesperson selfish because uh, to us because he or she doesn't want us to get the best deal, right? But wouldn't us getting the best deal just be a form of our selfishness? All right, we see we want to uh, uh, win at, at, a, at a game of tug-of-war. Here we more call it competitiveness than selfishness, but still it's a, you know... Dog versus dog. Dog eats dog. Uh, What's the word? Um, Winner takes all. Zero-sum game. So we think that uh, in order for the person to be on my side, he or she would want me to win. Right? So... But that's just that. Uh, from the other person's perspective, that's the same thing. It's a. It would mean favoring somebody else's selfishness, right? We say, oh, the the companies, the the advertising companies, they're so selfish. They only care about their interests. But what do we mean? What alternative are we looking for? We're looking for the alternative of caring about our perceived self-interest. Give me everything for free, all right? Do everything for me. Uh, I want that free, uh, free this, free that. I don't ever uh, want to, uh, to to exert myself to earn anything. That would be selflessness. Ah, you're so kind and wonderful company. You don't make me do anything. You don't make me show up to work. Uh, but uh, you give me uh, the best pay, right? Then all the benefits. That, that, that would be selflessness and rise. But we see that would just be then a, a, a different form of selfishness, or, or it would be favoring our selfishness. So it doesn't seem really uh, to, to be uh, the, the highest ideals. That we're talking about. So, what is potentially um, a, a, a different view uh, of self, selfish, selfishness? Excuse me, and selflessness. So, we would say that, granted, in the most basic, elementary form, that that all, as, as it would appear, perhaps all even forms of life, maybe even plants, understand is. I want something, and you might be in the way, and then I have to get rid of you. For example, again, even plants, it would appear, maybe, we're not saying it's so, but some research would suggest, compete for light, compete maybe for for water, whatever the case may be. Certainly insects understand this concept, Uh, you're in my uh, hive, uh, the, the uh, ant, oh, and I can say thanks, but uh, from the behavior we're judging, that there's a judgment like that. Uh, we want to be in your territory. Ants fight wars all the time crazy wars, very violent, brutal wars. Chimpanzees uh, uh, apparently fight uh, a lot. Excuse me. Um, certainly it's uh, say uh, orcas fight, uh, all, all kinds of animals and insects fight, uh, and presumably because they understand the concept that. You have something I want. Two lizards might clash over a, a nice uh, lady, right? because you, you, you I want something, you want something. Now we have to clash and go head to head. Uh, two bears might fight over some territory. Uh, lions might fight over some territory. wolves, right? Uh, you're, you're in my space. You're in my territory. This is mine. So we have to grant that this is a form of uh, a, a primitive form of this understanding of selfishness and selflessness and selflessness here would be defined as yielding to the other person. All right. Uh, you wanted uh, my tree, the monkey thinks, uh, uh, would, would have to think, but uh, I want my tree, but you also want it. So I'm going to give it to you. Here you go. I'm very kind. I'm, I'm selfless. Right. The, the, uh, what other examples we have? The... Um, the bird says, you know what, here, uh, eat my, uh, to the fox, eat my little bird babies because I want to be selfless. Eat the eggs. You know, uh, it could, the the ants say to the ant eat us. We're being selfless today. We want to look out for your interests. But the question is why exactly is somebody else's selfishness? Any better than our selfishness, right? Why should the ant eater eat me if I'm an ant? Why should the fox eat my eggs if I'm a bird? And if I'm a person, why should the other person get the better deal? Oh, I'm such a saint! I just gave, I just lost money in this deal. Why? Why is that so great, right? Why should I am a company? Why should I want uh, uh, people to, uh, to, to or to profit less so that other greedy people can have more to satisfy their base desires? Why exactly? What a what a wonderful kind of uh, in, in the entity I am that I lose profit, I lose money and, and uh, the 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 great individuals that buy from me, they have more money, they go gamble it away, they go uh, to buy a list of things with them, or just satisfy their own desires. Oh, they go get some ice cream, go to the amusement park. What a what a wonderful kind of uh, world uh, we're encouraging here, right? Selflessness. So we would offer that uh, beyond the primitive uh, kind of uh, animal insect conceptions that we tend to start out with. There's a higher conception, and this conception would say consists of asking ourselves what is truly to our own. Good, not what is favoring somebody else's selfishness, the the less money, this, that, eat eat me if I'm the ants, eat me, not that, but what is my own true good, right? How, what is my own true good, and that we would say would be a different way to think about selfishness and selflessness because. We could then call the favoring of my true good selfishness, but it would be a different kind of selfishness than the animalistic and insect one and would presumably different, uh, a, a whole different dynamic, but let's try to explore that a little bit. So in order to understand what is my true good, I have to understand what I really truly want, right? Because if I don't want something in any way at all, as far as we can possibly uh, surmise at the moment, there's no way to describe that as, as good, right? Meaning, let's say, I'm trying to figure out what ice cream flavor I want. Uh, And and I'm thinking, what would taste the best? Uh, Chocolate. I want something that will taste the best. Maybe I have a different objective, like to discipline myself. So then in that case... Uh, I, I would want something that tastes the worst, but presumably I want something that tastes the best. I'm finding one. But if I don't want it in any way at all, I'm not trying to discipline myself. It doesn't taste good. Why, how would I then say, oh, but it's still good for me? How? Maybe, again, in regard to a different objective, uh, 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 given money or uh, favoring the establishment that's selling the ice cream, uh, giving me sugar if I have a sugar dip, whatever the case may be. But we're saying there's no objectives that I hold. There's no desires that are being served. How, why would it be good? In what way? So we would say that my true good is what I truly want. Right? So we ask, what is it that I truly want? And we would say that what I truly want cannot be any of these superficial things that I think that I want. I think that I want to win the, the game of tug-of-war. And I do at this level, but I wasn't born knowing about the, 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 the tug-of-war. So I, it can't be what I fundamentally truly want. Uh, I think that I want the the uh, the race, but I wasn't born knowing even of the concept of a job. Never mind the race. I I think that I want my sports team to win, but I wasn't born knowing about it, and so forth and so on. So what is it that I truly want? Because it stands the reason that's my true good. What I want somewhat is somewhat my good, and what I truly want is my true good. So we would say that underlying all of these uh, contingent, uh, minor, arbitrary desires is uh, an underlying desire. Uh, again, it's not that it's a word or a term that we can say, oh, it's that, it's X, it's Y, right? But we can kind of direct our attention to it. And we say that uh, we have certain uh, s- certain states of being that are fundamentally, we don't want to say desirable because then that sounds circular. Why are they desirable? With the, They're just that we're, we're good, right? When we're in a certain states of being, we have certain uh, kind of um, patterns of, of uh, uh Um, again, of, of being, should we say, of psychological modes that are intrinsically desirable. For example, I feel at peace. I feel... I don't feel threatened by anybody. I feel singular. I feel special. I feel dignified. I feel free. I feel in control. I feel... Like I'm not, uh, again, about to be taken away by death and disease, goodness or being, uh, and, and all these kinds of things. So we'd say we have that underlying nature that is seeking its realization and its expression in us. And consequently, our true good, what we really, truly want on the deepest level, is to be our true self. Right? To form ourselves excuse me, in such a way that we uh, experience ourselves as ourself. And we see that that would appear what we're after. We have a little bit, uh, a little bite to eat and, and, and we feel a little bit like ourselves because we associate with our body uh, and what favors our body we think favors us. We go uh, have a drink right, and we feel a little bit closer to how we want to feel, feel relaxed. Some people take that to the extreme and rely on substances. Uh, 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 to, to, to an extreme degree to feel like themselves. Right? We want to be free of pain because to be in pain is not feeling like ourself. We don't want to think about our death because it means not feeling like ourselves. We don't want to feel uh, out of control in any way, psychologically, emotionally, physically because that means to not feel like ourselves. And all of the things that we then strive for uh, contingently, I want this job, I want this relationship, I want this kind of situation. The idea would be that that would be because we're calculating that it is uh, a way for for us to to uh, to, to feel like ourselves. For example, if I have a lot of money saved, I'll feel in control. Now, the fact that I'm choosing uh, to the go about this uh, need to try to satisfy by the way of of saving money is arbitrary, meaning it's not that it's arbitrary, it's out of a hat, it's there's causes, necessary causes, we would say, but it's one out of many, somebody doesn't want to have anything to do with money, somebody uh, doesn't have money, but finds a different way to cope, but the underlying thing, the desire to feel in control, to feel like ourselves, that's not, we didn't make that up, we were born that way, to so say, and it can't be just consigned and said, oh, that's why, right there, that little spot, in between your ears, that one little neuron, it's because of that, it's a little bit more sophisticated, we definitely would say, that's the idea, so we would ask, uh, in order to get what we really truly want, what do we have to do? And, and, and would say that uh, ideally, overall, we would have to strive toward overall human perfection in, in, in every which way—intellectually, emotionally, and all of that. But excuse me, if we can narrow everything down to a single kind of uh, attribute, what would what would we need in order to feel like ourselves to get what we really truly want? And the answer that seems to be reasonable. Uh, it might go by the term selflessness, but here we have to define it correctly. What would it mean? Would it mean again to favor uh, the other party, the other set? Person selfishness, the ultimate goal for me in my development is that uh, I'm, a, I'm a salesperson every time I get uh, the worst end of the deal, every time I lose money. That's, the, that's it. That's the accomplishment. No, we would say the ultimate accomplishment would be to break out of our, the, the prison of our animal, of our psychological narrow kind of a self, <clears throat> excuse me, a- a- and to really truly expand uh, our experience of ourself. Meaning, to stop thinking, we see again, looking at the animal kingdom, every lizard thinks I am. We're not going to say it thinks I am, that there's an I there, but just anthropomorphize it. Put words in its uh, lizard, uh, whatever it's called, uh, mouth, whatever it would be. I am a particular lizard. I can never be anything but this. I can never think I am part of the lizard species. I care about the world. Never, ever. It's impossible. I'm a lizard. I'm a sheep. I'm a donkey. I'm a cow. I'm a piggy. I'm an ant. I'm I'm completely bound down to this physical form. This is what I have to be, and there's no way out of it because I don't have the intellect, and I don't have this. I don't have the, the the ability to transcend my selflessness. No matter what, I can be the best eagle in the world, but I'll always be an eagle. I can be the best dolphin in the world, but I'll always be a dolphin. I can be the best chimp in the world, but I'll always be a chimp. The best kitten in the world, but I'll always be a kitten or a cat when I grow up. Uh, I but uh, I have to be what I am. But by us. Uh, we start out just uh, also a primate, almost sapien animal, but with a lot of work, with a lot of proper application, it's not the same thing. I am almost sapien now. I am an animal now, but I can be something more. I can transcend myself. I can escape my animality, my physicality, my psycho- psychologism, however we would call it, my psychological stuff, my pathologies, my complexes. I can escape all of that. And consequently, I can get what I really truly want, which is to be myself and experience myself as myself. So we would say that the crown then of human accomplishment is to become selfless in this way, not to become selfless as in I give money to people on the street because I'm such a selfless person or I'm always looking out for other people, but to become selfless in that the animal self in us is eradicated, it's extinguished, it dies, and and we're left with a completely different sort of being, completely different sort of existence than we had. That's of a qualitatively different nature. It's not like I'm a little bit nicer, I'm a little bit kinder it's a different sort of being completely we had the animal being in common with the cow in common with a donkey with a piggy again maybe even insects who's to say and now what we're after is to have we can call a human mode of being which uh, which uh, the the, kind of the 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 most salient point of which uh, or attribute of which is that what we would call that selflessness so uh, having said that If we say that the highest good or to attain to the highest good, we have to become completely selfless. We see that the ultimate selfishness, meaning in the true sense of the term, not in this animalistic sense, what I think is my current desire. I want to win the tug of war. I want to get the deal. But what is really, truly good for me is to to be as selfless as I possibly can be. And the idea would be to have no self-interest at all, to have no personal agenda whatsoever and to have no uh, constricted, narrow sense of self whatsoever, and that would be paradoxically the ultimate selfishness, because that would be to to our true good. And uh, 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 having said that, obviously that kind of selfishness is, needless to say, not at not at the expense of anybody else's true good. It might be at the expense of the perceived good. Of others, so for example, uh, a, a person is, is hypnotizes him or herself to believe that his or her true good lies in, in uh, uh, scamming people, right? And when uh, somebody picks up the phone and, uh, and, and says, uh, you know, and I say, you've won a cruise, just give me your credit card information. The person says, yes, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, the best day of my life. It's a big victory. But uh, having said, uh, said what we said about what our true good is, is this really our, our good? Is this really our self-interest? We see no paradoxically it's our destruction it's the very opposite of our self-interest our real self-interest would be for every person to say no for us to quit for us to get beat up and locked up and for us to get unhypnotized out of this horrible mode of life and to move towards selflessness that would be our true self-interest so uh, uh, we're saying uh, real self-interest Real, uh, the real good cannot contradict in, in any case. And the thief thinks it's his or her benefit to steal from us. It, that it's not so. His or her true benefit would would be to to not steal from us that not further separate him or herself from from uh, the, the wider reality. So real self-interest doesn't contradict. Perceived self-interest does contradict. You're the thief. I'm the st- one stolen from. You're the boss. I'm the employee. You're the company. I'm, I'm the, the consumer. This and that. But real self-interest does not contradict. So that would be the idea. That would be uh, what, what we're after. Now, having said that, what is the very tragic reality saying that the very tragic reality is that the vast majority of us are anything but on the path towards selflessness towards true or shall we say towards true selfishness meaning towards what is truly good for us and on the contrary we're hypnotized into thinking that what is to our benefit and what is what is not truly to our benefit and not only it's easy to project onto the scammer or onto the, the the criminal or something like this uh, uh, but uh, not only such persons but absolutely all of us we would say and uh, meaning if we consider the the inner being of, of a of a person of virtually any person, what is that inner being like? It's constituted solely out of the physical and the psychological and the perceived desires that are relevant to me. For example, every day I go to work. Every day, potentially, maybe I don't, but but potentially I do. I work so hard, right? I, 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 I pay the bills, I buy things. So I think I am working towards my true good. Uh, and, and, and really, if I were to work for free or if I were to lose money or if I were to experience something I don't want in life, that would be tragic. That would be horrible. But what's the reality? The reality is that as long as I am pursuing my animalistic selfishness, as long as I am pursuing that it re, or remaining in that constricted mo, uh, uh, mode of life and, and, and mode of being, then I am setting myself up for destruction I'm simply doing a job in life and then I will be destroyed right so that for example we can think about the fate of a, of a donkey like right? that from two thousand from a thousand years ago thousand five hundred years ago whatever the case may be a, a particular one donkey. Like the, the donkey's entire life, it doesn't matter a donkey, it could be a piggy, it could be a, a deer, it doesn't matter. The entire life, or should we say no, because then it's two cents. Then let's take a, an ant. Let's take an ant from a couple thousand years ago. What was the destiny of this ant? Like the ant worked so, so hard to do exactly what it had to do, it presumably for its selfishness. right? This is my self interest. I'm not about to go and. and uh, <laughs> or mosquito, fine. So we don't like mosquitoes. I'm not, gonna, I'm not about to go and not bite you because you're a parson. Right, then you might contribute something to the whole that I can't. I'm going to bite you. I'm pursuing my self-interest. Blood. I want blood. That's it. Right, and yet the mosquito was paid to its face. It got blood, or or if one didn't, then some others did. I mean, presumably, because we still have mosquitoes today, so most did. They got paid to their face. They got the blood, and then that's it. They died, and they had bodily life. And as soon as they died, they're gone. So that's the idea. If we only have bodily life and we only pursue the physical and the psychological we get paid to our face by and large maybe somebody less somebody more but by and large we get paid to our face uh, we, we we get a paycheck literally or figuratively whatever the case might be but then we haven't attained to any kind of life, to any kind of being, even again in the easily apprehendable sense without making any quote-unquote metaphysical assertions, just in the common sense way. Just like we would say the same of the mosquito, we haven't attained to, to any, any life. We haven't attained to any life and we're dead even while we're, we're alive, but we're certainly dead uh, if when, when the uh, underlying, uh, when the, the, the substrate of our physical and psychological life is gone, meaning what we call our body and, and, and our desires. In fact, even we, we say, we don't have to wait till, till we die again. Else then we have to, it gets all theoretical. We can think about what is the selfish me from, where is the selfish me from a year ago? One year ago, I was really adamant in, 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 I had to um, kind of uh, get this, get my way, right? I wanted to cut into the traffic first. I wanted to make sure I get ahead of you on the reservation, at the restaurant. Where is that self? Right? Where is that whole mode of being, that whole mode of life? It's gone. It's like a puff of vapor. Maybe here it damaged me. I'm still here. But uh, just to, to, to make it um, specific, right? That, that in particular. So it's gone. Something impersonal, something objective. For example, 10 years ago, I found the love of my life I de- and, and, and I developed my love, right? I, I learned a new idea that stays, that stays with us because it's not strictly physical and psychological life. It's a little move towards selflessness. So that's the idea. Our, our, our true selfishness, our true good lies in that overcoming of selflessness and, and, or should we say animalistic selfishness. And it would say, if we truly knew what was good for us, we would do whatever it takes to overcome that animalistic selfishness. Anything. Giving up our uh, our home. Giving up our uh, place of living. Giving up our position. Giving up our money. We don't have to do that because it's not the point. That's just the external. We can do all of that and never move a step forward towards our selflessness. But it's just to say the spirit of it. Because in reality, like that, what does it really come down to us? Those perceived animal. Uh, what does it come down to by the way of us? We would say those perceived animal and insect interest. Well, yeah, we can talk All day long, it's nice, this, that. But really, really, truly, it is about those animalistic interests. Just like for the mosquito, really, truly, it's about biting, getting the blood. Uh, For the um, plant, it's really, truly, about getting to the sun. It's the same thing. We're in the animal mode of life. Really, truly, it's about our perceived interest. I have my uh, lane here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But we want to make it so that really, really, truly, it's not about that. Really, really, truly, it is about becoming selfless. Or if we want to use the word selfish in the true way. And working towards our true good. Really, 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 truly. Like we're really, like we're willing to give up anything. Like we have a billion dollars. We're willing to throw it away on demand. If that's what it took. All right? To to attain it to any kind of real existence. So that would be the idea. It's very hard. Much easier said than done. But hopefully at least with the ideas in mind, we can take some steps towards the, the right direction. Thank you for listening.